shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. How often have we all tried to change something in our lives, something on the outside, only to discover that the problem goes far deeper than that? It's a problem on the inside. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to a different perspective as we take a look at making a fresh start for your soul. It is just great to catch up with you again today with a different perspective on life. The soul is something that seems to get quite a bit of attention these days. Body and soul, soul food, resting the soul, soul journey, they're all phrases that get bandied around. Different people try to find rest for their souls in different ways, creating peaceful rooms in their homes playing relaxing music, shutting out the noise and the clamour and and the stress of the world out there. Now, that's all well and good, but what if all that noise and the clamour and the stress, what if that stuff doesn't live out there? What if it's actually a problem deep inside? Then maybe it's time. Time to spring clean our souls. This week on A Different Perspective, I know it's not spring. I know you don't have to write and let us know it is not spring. But I thought at the beginning of the year it would be wonderful to talk about spring cleaning our lives. Looking forward to the year and saying, what's some of the rubbish I can leave behind? And over this week so far we've looked at spring cleaning where we live, our home. Spring cleaning our finances and getting those right. Spring cleaning our priorities and getting some balance back into our lives. Spring cleaning our relationships we looked at yesterday. Getting rid of some of the poisonous people in our lives dealing with some of the difficult issues, hanging around some of the people that that are really worth hanging around. But they're all on the outside. Today, I'd like to finish up with looking at the inside, the soul, the deep, a deep part of us. The danger is that we focus just on the things on the outside, externalities. Now, they do have an impact. A messy house is going to be depressing. Debt is going to put a weight on our shoulders. If we have the wrong priorities, we're going to have a lack of balance in our lives. If we have some wrong relationships, ultimately that's going to tear us apart. So they do have an impact. But if we just try and change those things, the outside, we can spend a lot of time and effort just to discover that there's something wrong on the inside, in our hearts, in in our souls. You know that deep place where we live, that place where we laugh and where we cry, where we have fun and we feel sadness, that place. Jesus actually only had a go at people when he was walking on this earth about two issues. One of them was a lack of faith. The other one, which we're going to look at today, was hypocrisy. He detested hypocrisy. And when you think about it, hypocrisy is when what's happening inside us isn't consistent with what's happening outside. Hypocrisy is when the outside doesn't match up with the inside, when we say one thing and we do another. And in particular... Jesus really detested religious hypocrisy. He said, Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, because a tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, he said to these religious hypocrites. How can you speak about good things when you're evil? Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. The good person 
brings good things out of a good treasure, and the evil person brings evil things out of an evil treasure. I tell you, on the day of judgment, you will have to give account for every careless word that you utter, because by your words you'll be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Doesn't mince his words, Jesus, when it comes to hypocrisy, and there's some real insight. He talks about a tree, and he says, look, a tree that has good fruit is actually a good tree inside. And a tree that has bad fruit is actually a bad tree inside. He was yelling at these religious hypocrites who were telling the people to do one thing and then doing another themselves. Now, you and I both know people who bear bad fruit. You can see it in their lives. We know them at work. We know them in our social lives. Sometimes we know them at home. It doesn't matter how much bravado they use. doesn't matter how much they rationalize it and they brush it aside. You see some of the bad fruit and you have to say, actually, that's a bad tree. And to be really honest, sometimes you and I bear some bad fruit too. If we have anger going on in our hearts or malice or envy or, or hurts from the past, and come on guys, if you're eyeing off every woman that walks past you down the street, it doesn't matter how we dress them up, it doesn't matter how we rationalize them, they are still there. I used to live in a house that backed onto a really busy road. It was a very noisy road. And after about six or 12 months, we didn't even notice the noise on the road. And I know my auntie lives in a house just near a railway line, and we can be visiting her and having a cup of tea, and this loud train rattles by, and we all look at the noise, and she doesn't even notice it. And the same is true sometimes with the bad fruit that we bear in our lives. We can live on a dung heap for six or 12 months or years and years, and eventually, you know what happens? We don't notice the smell. But here's the rub. It still stinks. The bad stuff robs us of good things. If I get angry with someone all the time, it robs me reaping the fruit from the relationship. If I bear malice towards someone, it robs me from joy and peace. If a man has wandering eyes, you know what it does? It really robs him and his wife of true intimacy in marriage. If someone has a stingy nature, it robs them of the blessings that happen when we stretch to give to the poor and to God's work in faith. And then God steps into our lives and blesses us. Isn't it true? It doesn't matter how we try and rub it away. It's the way it is. There are kind of two parts to our lives, which we started looking at earlier this week when we were looking at the story of the Apostle Peter in jail. Remember when the angel came to let him out, and the angel said, Listen, Peter, get up, put on your sandals, put on your belt, put on your coat, and follow me. And then the chains miraculously fell off his hands, and and the gate just swung open, and God sprung him from jail. There were two parts to that story. The mundane, the bit where Peter had to get up, put his robe and his sandals and his belt on and follow the angel. That was the mundane, the things that Peter could do for himself, which God wanted him to do for himself. Then there was the miraculous, the angel showing up, the chains falling off. And as you and I stand on the threshold of a new year, can I suggest something to you? Your life and my life are exactly like that. There's the mundane and the miraculous. And sometimes we just have to roll up our sleeves and deal with some of the mundane issues, some of the things that we can do for ourselves. And I wonder whether part of that isn't spring-cleaning our souls. What's the mundane? Well, I think it's naming the things that are wrong inside us, owning up to them, acknowledging them, and taking responsibility for them. If you're someone that gets angry quickly at people, put it on the table and say, God, 
I get angry quickly with people. I'm sorry. I don't want to live my life like that. I don't want to be robbed of all the good things you have for me in this coming year and the years down the track just because I have this rotten thing in my soul. And here's the miracle bit. It's almost impossible sometimes for you and I to change some of those deep-rooted things right inside us that are wrong. And the miracle bit is that as we acknowledge it and we lay it on the table and we say to God, look, I can't deal with this. I need a hand. Help me. As we hand them over to him, as we submit them to him, God steps in. God comes along and sometimes he does it quickly and miraculously. And other times he does it over weeks and months and, and even years. But he helps us to deal with those things. And it's so good to be clean. It's so liberating. There's a whole new level of life and relationship with God. Come on. As you and I look forward to this year, what is it in your soul that needs spring cleaning? Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.